Game Cola faithful, and welcome to the Game Cola podcast. This is podcast number 97. I am your host, Joseph Martin. With me today, I have Ryan and Anna. Please introduce yourselves. Hello, I'm Ryan Mather. I, uh, I'm a staff writer, occasional staff writer. I should really get a lot more written. I do what I can when I can. I'm Anna Bernarski, and I'm also a staff writer for GameCola.net. And hooray, sites. Off hiatus and we're podcasting. Finally, yay! Huzzah. And this one, this one, if you've been if you've been following the podcast, you've probably seen the most recent ones going up every Monday for the past few weeks. Um, and so this is probably coming at you in sometime in the near the end of June, if I've done my math correctly, because I think ninety four came out, and the, as of the day we're recording this, ninety four just came out. So, anyway, we're here Game to tell Cola's you... Game Cola's worst Christmas is over, yay! <laughs> what? Game Cola's worst Christmas ever. Oh, yeah, the worst Christmas ever, where nothing happened. And, just segueing right into our first piece of exciting news, we have the Game Cola's Christmas in July Ho-Ho Holiday Livecast Year End Stravaganza Award Spectacular 2015 in 2016! It's a beach party. Bring your friends. <laughs> <laughs> We're making up for the two big events that we usually do at the end of the year that we didn't get to because of the hiatus. And we're doing them in this July. So I believe the plan, Jetty sent out the email, so he, he's got the deets. But I believe the plan is to do the year-end awards like we normally do, but also sort of pair that with the Ho-Ho live cast. So the big podcast that we do usually do for the year in awards might be in the live cast. We're still working out the details, but right now we're in the early stages of choosing our favorite games of 2015 and what we liked about them. I actually Which played I'm... video games this year. I know, like, me too. Like that came out. Like I looked at the Wikipedia list is like, I've played like four of these. That doesn't happen. Boy. Usually <laughs> it's maybe one. <laughs> yeah. I like having four because like each category you get to, like, rank a 1, a 2, and a 3. And when I only had, like, last year, I think I only really had three games that I played. So a lot of the time it was just, like, mixing up the order of the same three games. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm excited about the, that. And you should be, too. So keep an eye out for that on the site. We'll post more about it as details come in. And, yeah, that's sort of that. We talk about the games we like from 2015, but I feel like that's kind of spoilers. So... Why don't we move on to new business? I was considering whether or not to talk about this because we talk about Mega Man like every podcast. But you know what? It's important. This podcast is coming out right around the time of some of the important news will be really relevant. And people who've been following the podcast might care. So a couple things. First, Mighty Number 9, something that you've heard about a lot on this podcast probably, finally has a release date. And it is June, it yeah, should be out by the, by the time this podcast comes out, it should be out. June 21st. Close. June 21st in North America and Asia, and then the rest on June 24th. So this, this podcast should be out by then, or it'll be coming out soon after. It, it'll be around that time. So they finally, they finally did a release date, and they had a trailer that nobody liked. I'm as excited as I have been for years. Have you seen the trailer? <laughs> Oh yeah, I've seen plenty of uh, footage and whatnot, and it's uh, 
it's taking shape pretty much exactly as I thought it would. It's just a simple Mega Man style game, right? Because uh, you can't well, do a whole lot of different things with the franchise. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I didn't. Anna, have you seen it? I've not seen anything about it. Uh, there's so there was this trailer for others who are uninitiated. Um, along with the official release date, they released this trailer, which was just like, how would you describe it? If you had to like um, pick a couple adjectives, a lot of people would say ugly for one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, I think they could have made the trailer in such a way that made the game look better. But in terms of like the graphical quality, I wasn't like particularly unimpressed. I think they just chose yeah. some. They chose like some angles and like setups that just didn't do, didn't yeah. highlight the game's visuals very well. Well, if anything, I would call it truthful because <laughs> they're they're not giving the uh, most bright and colorful portions of the game. They're giving the yeah. meats and, and this the really good subject matter of the game. There's like they want to enjoy. There's like one shot where it's literally just him like the going through like a hallway with a few enemies in it, and they just hold it for like ten seconds. Like it's just that <laughs> shot, and like this is not like engaging at all. But uh, the the things that really ticked me off were because it... So you're supposed to highlight the interesting parts of your game in the trailer, right? And the two main things they focused on were the ability to dash. <laughs> that beautiful dashing ability. And, <laughs> and combos. So points. Because, you know, it's 2016, and who doesn't like a good point system like from the 80s? Dude, I'm all over that high score. You've seen my Pac-Man videos? Awesome. But it's like, <laughs> you got rid of... The, the score was literally the first thing that they got rid of in this in the next Mega Man game. There was no score. Yeah. Yeah. They got rid of it because it was stupid. It's completely irrelevant to the whole yeah. plot line, if you will. And it just... Uh, so that, And they didn't, they didn't mention anything about weapon abilities, which well, is like my major good. draw. But it would be giving away all the fun stuff. Like, you want to find that st stuff out on your own, right? Yeah. Not, no. Well, like, yeah, the nuanced of it. But, like, I still, I'm just worried that because there's absolutely no emphasis put on it at all. Well, that... it's, a, it's a first release trailer or whatever. They're, they'll probably get something closer to the date. I mean, it's only a month away, but, you know, here's hoping, right? I'm, I'm yeah. I mean,. My optimism has just been like dropping and dropping and dropping and dropping. Hey, you and everybody else who's been waiting for the game. Man. Right. <laughs> so, so that's that. Yeah. So around that time, we'll probably figure. I mean, I, I pretty much have to play it at this point just so that I can complain about it. If not. <laughs> I think everybody does. So I'm sure you'll see some stuff on Game Call about that. Um, see maybe 50 reviews of it. I don't know. <laughs> and then the other thing we'll just cover real quick. So that we're not talking about Mega Man the whole time in this podcast. But the Mega Man TV show released an image and some details about it. And people were upset about that as well. <laughs> because surprise, surprise, it looks a lot like Mega Man Universe, which people panned for Mega Man art, uh, art style. What, I don't, I'm not familiar with Mega Man Universe, I don't think. Um... I believe it was Mega Man Universe. I don't really remember at this point. It's been years. Uh, it was supposed to be 
a recall, I guess, to uh, Mega Man Powered Up, except they chose a really weird art style. It's got kind of a sub-comic book look to it. I'm not entirely sure how to explain it. <laughs> it doesn't look great, is all I'm saying. And uh, People really hated the art style in Japan, I suppose, and that's uh, kind of ruined uh, the prospects of the game ever coming out because Capcom is very shallow. Oh, I think I remember this. Yeah, I believe uh, Nathaniel did an article about it way back when. Yeah, I think it was very short-lived. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I remember this thing. Yeah. Roll looks like Cutman. Her yeah. bow looks like Cutman. I'm like, wh what? <laughs> For a lot of reasons, it doesn't look great. But at the same time, yeah. I was super disappointed when I came out. Because they had also cancelled the Mega Man Legends 3. Yeah, it was around my, that time. On my birthday. Mm. Like, the official cancellation came out through Twitter on my birthday. I was so freaking disappointed. You have yeah. no idea. Aww. Those were... present. <laughs> right? <laughs> those were dark times. I, I oh, added... <laughs> I added the uh, the image the promo image in the in the text down That's here. Fantastic. So that people were really upset. That I don't really mind. It doesn't look I mean, terrible. Yeah, it's something that I've heard a lot of people say is that um, Man of Action, which is the studio that's making this, the common complaint with their stuff is that it looks a lot better in motion than it does like still. Oh yeah, I can like, definitely see that. So I think a lot of people are saying this just looks bad because it's not really moving. And I agree, but like a lot of the details that they're released about it make me nervous for the show's quality. Mega Man is a child, is or still a robot, but he's he goes to school. His name is not Rock. It is like Aki or something. It's like the Japanese word for bright. Mm -hmm. So basically what they're doing is Astro Boy. Yeah. <laughs> And then, Which I, and, you know, I don't hate, but, you know, right. it's, it's been done, right? Yeah, so I just worry, I just, and, like, there was also, like, apparently Mega Mini Sidekick, like, his name is Mega Mini. I don't know what that's about. I don't think I'll like it, though. Sounds kind of like Batmite. Yeah, I'm worried <laughs> about that, but they said Rush is going to be in it, and I'm sh I imagine Dr. Light's going to be in it, because his last name is Light. Yeah. But... I don't know. It wasn't very promising to me. But we'll have to see as more details come out. So that is that. Anybody else have something? Let's get back to that uh, holiday podcast. What are we hoping to uh, do for like a stream or whatever? Do we have any plans for that? Well, usually what we do is Matt Jonas comes on and he play he has a whole bunch of the he gets a whole bunch of christmas games mm. and we play through them and we just do it for a really long time um they're usually about 3 or 4 hours long sometimes um, we sing sometimes we sing um, um, i remember last year i tried to incite well not last year but like a couple of years ago i guess i tried to incite uh someone singing what was it escape from the city that was awesome <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think one year, like, Matt, like, started playing Sonic for the last game, and, like, for a while, we, we were, like, wrapping up, and we were just sort of talking, and then all of a sudden, it's like, Matt hasn't said anything in a really long time, <laughs> but, like, the gameplay was still going, so he was obviously still awake, but, because, I mean, he's in, you know, he's in the England places or whatever, 
Great Britain. So, so um, he it's it's a lot like late for us is a lot later for him. Oh yeah. So that's usually a staple though that we that Matt Jonas just plays video games until he literally can't stay awake anymore. Fun stuff. But then the uh, the awards will what we usually do is we go through the big one is the top ten winners and we'll go through and talk about them. Um, and if we're lucky, everybody's played them, and so we can have lots of good discussion. If we're unlucky, nobody will have played the games that won. <laughs> I think there was one year where it was particularly bad, because a lot of us heard about really good had games. Two. Sorry, I, oh my god, I'm sorry. We've only had two li- uh, holiday live casts, I'm sorry. I, I'm so sorry. Did you say we had more? <laughs> We've only had two live casts. I thought maybe we had another one, but we we didn't. No, we only have two. Yeah, sorry. Did you say something? I didn't. I didn't hear you say anything to the contrary before. No, no, I was just wondering, and I kind of said it out loud, and I didn't oh. to. Internal monologue that kind of. I haven't. Out. I've been taking my ADD medication in about a month now, so. By I'm ADD kind of medication, not... do you mean um, Mike's Hard Lemonade? No, I do not. <laughs> but I did drink some earlier, and also, yeah, I actually haven't. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, doctors. Sorry, I'm so sorry. No worries. No worries. <laughs> you were saying we usually hear about one or two uh, games. games that uh, people on the staff have played or even heard of. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's also the fun. The other fun thing is um, yeah. when um, the award for best game of ten years ago. Oh yeah, that. That's a fun one. That that's I like that one a lot. So like 2016, uh, so 2006. 2006. So like a bunch of like when the Wii no, came out, basically. Oh yeah, we'd be doing 2005. So yeah, 2005 is so far. The um, yeah. Come the end of the year, it'll be 2006. So. And there's also the award for 20 years ago. Pretty soon, the end of the uh, reward for 30 years ago, because holy crap, time flies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My vote's on Pong. <laughs> well, eventually, like, ten years later, we'll just be able to... It'll just be, like, the same lists that we had ten years ago. Right? Because, well, <laughs> it would be interesting to see if how much it changes. Like, if the yeah, top... Like, change at the time. like, if the top game of, you know, 20 years ago is the same as the top game of ten years ago, ten years ago. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, who can say whether uh, your tastes change even from, you know, year to year? Like... Mm-hmm. Is your top game uh, from this year the same as it was the last year? Probably not. Uh, just because uh, something new has, new and colorful has uh, been introduced, and kind of lose sight of the old stuff. For me, that that uh, would be near, N I E R. Not a lot of people played it when it came out, and it was my favorite game for three years running because uh, the story is extremely dark and. Uh, I didn't, I never actually finished it completely because the fourth and final ending asks you to delete your save. Oh. And I, I'm not about to do that. <laughs> Would you say that you keep it close to your heart? Ah, ha, 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 Because it's called near. That's good. That's good. <laughs> oh, that is a salty clap. <laughs> I'm looking at. It's, it's a square. Is it an? Is it an RPG? 
Um, it is a action RPG with like bullet hell implements, and uh, it's very unique. Is the main character the dude or the lady? He's the dude with the eye patch. Okay. Or uh, there's also in Japan there was a second main character who's like a younger kid, kind of the same version, but you know, uh, you play as that kid in, in the uh, American DLC. Who's the lady? That lady, you're talking about uh, the one in the underwear, uh, would be Kaine. And she is... The one with the thing on her face? You might be looking at the uh, sequel that's coming out. Oh, maybe. Uh, I think 2018, maybe. So that's a thing. And we're not quite sure who that is yet. I, I just, I've just typed in the name of the game into yeah. images, and I'm just looking at it. Yeah. So... Uh, yeah, there's lots uh, coming out with that. Uh, it was actually released, or not released, but uh, the sequel was announced during E3 last year. So mm-hmm. I'm quite excited to uh, get around to that. Well, that's right. E3 is soon, isn't it? Yeah, it's, uh, I think, next month. Um, no, it's this month. Oh, geez. It's in a week. So we'll be late on all of that stuff. Totally. The E3, E3 isn't really as big a thing. People are sort of moving away from E3, I think. Because, like, oh, yeah. Nintendo hasn't... Nintendo's been doing, like, a live stream during it. But, like, yeah. they had... The, and then they'll have stuff on the floor. And it sounds like... I've heard a lot of other companies are doing more bare-bones stuff. And there's a lot more stuff that happens around E3, but not really at E3 itself. Oh, yeah. Well, I think a lot of people are kind of getting the impression that it's uh, kind of time to cut away from uh, showing a lot of teasers and whatnot for things that are going to take mm-hmm. them like a year, two, three years. to Yeah. But because people are becoming very disillusioned with that stuff. I want to put the blame on Mighty Number no. 9, but it hasn't quite come out yet. <laughs> <laughs> it's all literally all the faults of delays. Mighty Number no. 9's fault. <laughs> Anything with delays in the future. All Mighty Number no. 9. We'll just all blame it on that. Um, as much as I love Inafune. I'm sorry, bro. Uh, yeah, I think, I mean, because originally, like, part of the issue was is that it was originally an investor's showcase. Yeah. And so there was like, and then, but then, like, I think over time, like, even though it still was like, this is an investor showcase, it's not for fans and stuff. It's not, it's not, it's not geared toward for fans, right? But like, fans kind of gravitated towards it. Because yeah, it was the first place for all the news. And then I think after a while, people they started like sort of also treating it less as an investor showcase and more as a sort of like a just a big news event thing. And then they sort of realized, like, well, if we're just going to treat it like a big news event thing, let's just do it. This isn't the best way to do that. So let's just, like, you know, Nintendo's like, let's just let's just get a live stream together. We don't have to worry about, you know, the only thing we have to worry about is making sure the live stream works instead of all the various technical difficulties that could go into a big presentation. Yeah, like most companies just do YouTube videos, like short two, three minutes of uh, what's coming out right away and what they might do later and it's the world is changing that's all i can really say about that so i don't know if e3 is going to be i think we'll we'll, i don't think e3 itself might be that exciting but i do think we're still going to hear a lot of cool stuff over the next few weeks Mm -hmm. um it just might not be zelda (laughs) please what zelda it got oh zelda Zelda. yeah Yeah. 
Like, Absolutely. You said Zelda. it so you said it so passionate, loud and passionately that <laughs> Skype couldn't handle it. <laughs> yep. Cannot handle excitement, does not compute. I just Zelda. want to hear more about it. That's it. Yeah. I think Zelda is one of the key things that like Ryan was talking about where it's like they showed it like, yeah, this is our new Zelda game we're working on. It's like we got the horse mechanics and there's a field and that's kind of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it looks pretty, but like, what does it do? Uh, who knows? Yeah. I think, I think when we first saw Zelda, well, we heard that it was going to come out on, it's simultaneously releasing with the NX. Yeah. Uh-huh. Which means, I don't know if I've said this on the podcast before, but it's simultaneously releasing on the Wii U and the NX, on, and it's releasing with the NX, which means that one of those three things is going to suck. Oh. I'm going to guess the Wii U version. I'm hoping it's the Wii U version being stinking is probably the best outcome. Yeah. Absolutely best scenario. Yeah. Because, but, you know, given Nintendo's track record... We can't really hold any... any yeah. Because, like, you know, it's not like the PS4 or the Xbox. We're like, yeah, they might do some int- some weird stuff with it, but, like, you still know that, like, okay, it's just going to be, like, even without all... You can take away all the extra add-ons and just see, oh, it's just a better Xbox. But Pretty Nintendo much. can do w- wackier stuff with it. They always do. I mean, mm-hmm. the Wii U still has all of the motion control stuff even when the connect for the most part kind of dissolved i mean it's still a thing there are still like fitness games and whatnot on it and dance games and all that shebang yeah but uh playstation has pretty much moved entirely away from it there's still a playstation i a room game that you can fiddle around with but it's not so much a game as it is just you know something for your kids to fiddle around with every once in a while like the mm-hmm. six seven year olds even it's just a little toy not that much else. Yeah. And uh, Nintendo still got, goes with full games about it. And then, like, the the NX, it can't be that different if it's going to still, you know, work with a game that can also work on the Wii U. Which, which it means by it's, and large, you know, maybe it has Wii compatibility. So right. Anyways. I wonder if they're banking on, like, so many people having enough Wii, like, stuff just from the Wii and Wii U's run, that they can launch, like, Wii connectivity. Like, not necessarily that it's going to use, like, Wiimotes still, but, like, the idea that it could, it, like, Wiimotes are allowed to be used on it because lots of people just will have them already. Here's so my they hopes. could have two controllers. Here's my hopes for it. We have the, uh, the Wii Pad with some GameCube controller ports plugged directly into it. Yeah. And you can bring your Wii U pad with you on the bus, and you <laughs> and your friend can play some uh, Smash Bros. Melee. I mean, you can... I guess you can't. <laughs> you can't do that now because you just don't have the outlet. Yeah, you can jerry-rig it, but, like, that's kind of... Uh, but, yeah, if you had... You could bring your Wii U, put it in a backpack, yeah, and then play <laughs> Wii U game, and, like, have, like, you know, a little mini battery generator thing. Yeah. And then just play that on the bus. I think it's a lot of effort. Oh, yeah, that's definitely not going to happen. You also wonder if they're going to do... I guess the new 3DS kind of came out unceremoniously. 
And so that's a thing. But I do wonder if they're going to do any, if they have any surprise handheld stuff in store. Because I feel like it has been a little while since anything happened in the handheld scene with Nintendo. Yeah, so, they haven't really uh, done any uh, AAA first-party titles on the 3DS. Except for, I guess, uh, you know, they haven't really utilized its capabilities at all, except for Xenoblade Chronicles, a re-release. The, the thing I always mention is the one video where it's like, they're talking about the new 3DS. It's like, what's the, what's the deal with the new 3DS? And it's like, oh yeah, they made it so you can play Xenoblade Chronicles. Pretty much. But I mean, I guess Nintendo sort of has the handheld market like so cornered right now. Like really, their competition, the the competition that Nintendo faces in the handheld market is from mobile, the mobile market, rather than other handheld yeah, systems. Games. So I, it was from the PSP, which was short lived, and then the Vita, which was even more short lived. Right. So like they kind of decimated their market or decimated their competition i should say right than, uh, and so now it's sort of like and so now like their biggest competition is the mobile market that's the biggest yeah similar the free games speaking but then they they also what was that game mitomo or something like that Mitomo. It's not a I don't, game. it's it not defi- a definitely game. not a game what is there it are, though? I've only seen like just random pictures of people like, ha ha, look at this app thing that you can do. And I'm like, I have no idea. You don't have a smartphone, you should get it. I don't, I don't, I try not to just put stuff on my phone. I don't really play games on my phone. Oh, and I know it's it's not not a a game. game. Yes. Check it out. Check it out. Just check it out. I don't need something else on my phone to waste my time. Give it 15 minutes. If you hate it, throw it away. But what it's, is it? It's social media, basically, and you answer questions it gives you, and it's like Tomodachi life, except not at all. You're not doing yeah, a very there's... good job of convincing me here. Sell this to me. I don't want okay. to. Uh, so there are thousands of random questions pre-programmed into the uh, system or whatever, mm-hmm. and you answer them, get f- answers from friends, etc., blah, blah, blah. Uh, you can dress up your me character. There's a little, like, a train drop game, I guess it's more of a pachinko game, where you can earn other costume items. It's just a little bit of a time waste. You throw... Yeah. Oh, it's absolutely rigged. But, you know, you're not playing it for the uh, pachinko machine. You're playing it to answer banal questions in the most mediocre fashion and uh, create some vaguely interesting uh, topics. I see. Is it still a thing? I don't think I've heard of it in a while. <laughs> like, like no one really uses it. No one is uh, willing to dive into it now because it's ceased to grab popularity. But it's still cool because, like, it's basically MySpace now. <laughs> that was... <laughs> yeah, people are flocking away from it as quickly as they flocked into it just because they don't see uh, an appeal to it and that's kind of what I like about it is that it doesn't really have an appeal but it's an outlet for all those really weird quirky thoughts that you might have so there that's that it's a thing to do yeah all right well I'll probably forget about it after the podcast anyway so fingers crossed (laughs) yeah so yeah there's that so we'll keep our eyes out the next podcast will probably be talking about e3 stuff Especially since I think we're not going to do... I, I think that the year-end awards sort of thing is going to be um, uh, words from my mouth. 
the year-end awards is going to be a live stream, I think. So nice. that'll, that'll free us up to talk about E3 for the official podcast. We can be reporters and report on it live, except we're recording it so people only hear about it a week later. Well, we did the video game. We used to do the video game awards live, but they, they, they sort of went from being spectacularly bad to just sort of mediocre. <laughs> and so it wasn't really as fun anymore. So we stopped. Game Cola, the runner-up to RC Cola. <laughs> Something else we could probably talk about is the Steam sale. It's supposed to be happening late this month. Uh, oh, the yeah. summer sale? Yeah. Stale? Steam, same stale. summer stale. <laughs> Too many T's in that sentence. <laughs> I have one. 24 one games on my wish list and 16, do- 16 whole dollars in my uh, Steam wallet. I'm ready. Oh, so, yeah? Okay, have, so what's uh, it? Would, give us your list, Anna. <laughs> I have at least two. I have at least three, three dating sims. Nice. And I'm kind of becoming more okay with the fact that I play dating sims now. Diana would be proud. <laughs> I blame her. I don't <laughs> think she would. I think she would accept that blame with open arms. Probably. There is no blame for a dating sim. Dating sims are amazing. They're something. <laughs> they are. I really have to get working on my carbon dating simulator. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What else? What else, Anna? I have a few point and click adventure games. Yeah, I'm not exactly sure what one of these is, but it's there. <laughs> Wouldn't you have put it on there if it's I, your wish list? I kind of forgot what it is. It's called Para. Panoramical? This is the description I'm seeing right now. Prepare your fragile human mind for Panoramical. An interactive sensory journey unlike anything you've ever played before. Manipulate the look, sound, and feel of more more than a dozen mesmerizing landscapes in this immersive musical adventure through time and space. Hmm. (sighs) It sounds like mushrooms, not gonna lie. (laughs) (laughs) It's $10, so I'm kind of just wondering. So you're waiting for the summer sale to bring it down to a solid two? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe a little less, I'm not sure. 58 there's, cents, sold. There's a game from, um, oh my god. They're the people who made Gemini Room. What is it? Wadget Eye Games. That's who. I they made the Blackwell series as well. And I'm excited for the game Shardlight, because it looks interesting. A, postal, a post-apocalyptic adventure game from the publisher that brought you... Yeah, yeah, yeah. A young woman stricken with a deadly plague searches for a cure in a hostile world. It looks like another... Like, mm, it's yeah, another post-apocalyptic looks really amazing. Game, and I'm kind of, I really like those. It's cool. Looks amazing. I'm, I'm looking at... Uh, I'm looking at Panoramical right now, and it is... It is something. <laughs> it is a thing, indeed. It is definitely a thing. It looks like a Daft Punk video. <laughs> it does. That's, that's a, awesome. It's a very. There's lots of colors. It looks like a. It looks. It looks like one of those. It looks like a really artsy game. I'm not gonna lie, which isn't bad, yeah. but it, it looks really artsy. <laughs> what was that weird game? Mastered is also on my list. I've never played it before, but. Well, yeah, it's on your wish list. It means you haven't bought it yet. (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, I never, like, I didn't even play the uh, original. I just watched uh, Paul and Lizzo's playthrough of it. 
from years ago yeah. on the Game Cooler channel. But well, yeah, most of them are point and click adventure well, games. Yeah, I have all of uh, King's Quest and Space Quest and all that good stuff on my wish list. So, yay! I can't yeah, wait. Like, One of these days. One of these days, it'll be on a reasonable sale, and I'll be able to afford it. <laughs> How about you, Joe? What do you have on your wish list? If you I have, don't, I don't really put. I don't think I have anything on my wish list. I don't. I I tend to. Just, all right, let me see. Where's my wish list? I don't think I have anything in it though. Really. I use my wish list more as a way to not forget about games. Yeah. Same. Like Gang Beasts. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, I don't I don't really have anything on it anymore. Anticlimactic. Um why don't we just why don't we just move in to um games we've been playing recently? Well, as we speak I'm playing uh Dynasty Warriors Gundam Reborn. Mm. Wait. <laughs> wait, wait. During the podcast? Yes. Is Dynasty right Warriors are they the people who made Hyrule Warriors? They are indeed. And then they made a Gundam one? Yeah, they've made four, actually. That's not the main series, though, is it? No, their main series is just Dynasty Warriors. Okay. And I think they're about up to ten games in that. And they're all pretty much the same thing. Smash stuff and uh, trying to get it smashed. Is it fun? It's uh, it's mindless fun. That's, that's fun, right? <laughs> Anything else? Not a whole lot. I've been playing a little bit of Kerbal Space Program. That's fun. I've been streaming a lot more. Mm. Tuning into my uh, Journey of Celius streams. Journey of what? Journey of Celius. It was a NES game way back in the day. Uh -huh, like it's not was. anymore. Now it's a Super Nintendo game. Oh, yeah, totally. Well, I'm, I'm actually working on remaking it. It's <laughs> like my first huge project is remaking Journey of Celius. Mm. And, and I want to remake it as like... Kind of like a Sunset Riders thing, where it's like a uh, four-player beat-em-up kind of style. Huh. It's, what, it'll be what cool. What style is it? Right, right now, now, right now, it's kind of uh, sort of like Mega Man meets Contra. You can switch your weapons on the fly, but you only have like one weapon meter throughout all of okay. them. It's extremely difficult, and uh, I was gonna say it's probably not you know, four-player right now. Yeah, and definitely not. It's uh, it's a challenge. It was supposed to be a tie-in with Terminator. Hmm. But, and then uh, it got, like, reskinned, or...? Well, uh, Sunsoft, Sunsoft, I guess, lost the license to it through some sort of reasoning. I don't, I'm not entirely sure on that right now, but uh, they lost the licensing right before release, like, two, three weeks, I guess, before it shipped out or some stupid thing, before it printed, and... Uh, they reskinned a little bit of, it, bit of it, but the final boss is still just a gigantic T-1000 Terminator. It's fun. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, that's the history of video games. <laughs> How about Anna? You been playing anything interesting? Sims. Sims. Sims 4? No. I am begging <laughs> for the day that it finally goes down in price, because it's still $60 for the base game. Wow, really? Yes, it is $60, which is complete bullshit. Um, and it's so, EA, so... Yeah. I mean, I'm one of these sure... days, it'll get an expansion pack. But... Yeah, like, those things are $20, 20 $30 for, like, expansion pack and stuff pack. 
Yeah. So that's kind of not cool. And I'm also pretty sure that my computer would crash every time I tried to run it because mm -hmm. it's getting older, my little laptop. But um, other than that, I've been just looking through my Steam library going, oh, yeah, I played those games a year ago, like around this time, like uh, Kitty Powers Matchmaker, Long Live the Queen are two of those games. And I'm just like, maybe I should um actually play those some more because I'm not in school and I have time to do stuff. And also, looking at playing games, I should probably review because I meant to do that, but then the site died. Yeah, I, I, I'm thinking about stuff to. I've got to write all the podcast articles, especially now that, that we're getting into the stuff that I didn't even get to upload into SoundCloud. Mm -hmm. So um, I, I really have to write just like everything about them. So I haven't really had a chance to write any non-podcast stuff. But that is that's something that I've been thinking about. As for me, I've been playing Overwatch recently, which is Blizzard's new um, first-person shooter. They had an open beta um, during the sort of last week of school. And so that was fun, trying to play it over the weekend during exams. <laughs> um, but I've been having a lot of fun with it. It's, uh, it's like a team-based. It's kind of like Team Fortress 2, sort of. I mean, visually, it's a lot like it. I think there are a lot more classes than there are in Team Fortress 2. But I think Team Fortress 2 also le like has certain, like you can have different loadouts for the characters. Yeah. And in Overwatch, every character there's more characters, but each of those characters only does one thing. But the other thing that you can do is you can switch characters in the middle of a match. So if you die, you get a chance to switch your character, or if you just go back to spawn, you get a well, chance I to switch. I would say that it's more of a uh, first-person MOBA than it is, like, a shooter. It's like, yeah, sure, everybody shoots, but, like, they do so in a very singular fashion where they only have one style of attack kind of thing. Um, kind of, but I think I think there are more other games that are more like, like, I hear that that's more of an apt descriptor of, like, I think a game called Battleborn. yeah. Well, that one's really more of a first-person MOBA. I think this one is closer to a shoot. Like, there are definitely MOBA elements in it, but uh, which is, for people who don't know, massively online battle arena. Nailed it. So, and it, that's just a certain type of game. It's like League of Legends, Dota 2. I think League of Legends is the only one I really... Is, that, is there another one? I feel like um, League of Legends is the only one that's still sort of around, but I'm not in, like, the scene at all, so I could be mistaken. I hear people still play Smite. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think uh, it, it was it was really popular, like, three years ago. Kind of, yeah. And, like, everybody tried to jump on the bandwagon, and now it's sort of dissipated a little bit. Yeah, nowadays it's pretty much, you know, League of Legends are bust, you know. Mm -hmm. There's still the uh, Dota players, but, like, you know, you can't get into playing that. It's just like playing... It's it's like starting to play chess against Masters. Well, right, and I've, another thing about Overwatch is that, like, it's it's pretty noob-friendly. Like, oh, a yeah. lot of a lot of those MOBAs just weren't friendly to new players. Yeah. Um, And here, it's... A, I mean, like, there's still going to be, like, people who complain about their teams and stuff. But, like, it's not like League of Legends where you've got, like a 20-minute game that you're definitely going to lose because one person is bad, you know? The games yeah. are all, like, I think at most... 
I think like I'm, the longest I've ever really seen is like 15 minutes and that's like control point that's and that's like one type of map usually it's like seven to ten minutes oh yeah i've seen one match played and it is it's intense but it's not like hard to follow it's right just, it's just like quickly paced but mm-hmm. very controlled right the only thing i'm really frustrated about right now is that everybody wants to be snipers and like Snipers are really only good on a defense. <laughs> yeah. But I keep getting into teams where we're on attack and they, the people choose two snipers. And I don't want to be that guy that's like, you should play this character, don't play this character, because people want to have their fun. But I'm like, I'm just sitting here. It's like, do we really need two snipers on attack every single game? <laughs> like You do when you're playing Call of Duty, but freaking it's not that. So learn the game, right? Yeah. So... But it's a lot of fun, and you can yeah. play it with friends. I want to see. I want to see if any any game cold people who've played playing Overwatch put it. Tell me in the comments or something, or at Twitter or something, so I can play with you. So I can play. Have a less percent chance to be in a team with a lot of snipers, because <laughs> you you'll replace like one or two of those people who could potentially pick a sniper. And then at least I'll have some people to coordinate with as the healer. Because I like playing the healer. Like, don't get me wrong. I actually like playing support a lot. But Or you can join team my team of all snipers all the time. <laughs> well, I do like, I am a fan. I am a fan of doing, like, all one character teams. Those can be a lot of fun. Um, not with snipers, though. But, like, recently today, we played a game where we were all turret characters. Because there's, like, because nice. there's Torbjorn, who's basically streamlined engineer from team fortress 2 yeah um and then there's symmetra who has these smaller turrets that like have no health they have like one hit point so the idea is that you can but you can place a lot of them so you can place like six and then like you know someone walks through a door and they get zapped with them yeah so Um, you basically turned uh, a first person shooter into a tower defense game more or less well, if you have a bunch of turret characters, yeah. yeah. And then there's and then there's Bastion who can turn himself into a turret. Everybody <laughs> yeah. hates him. Nobody likes Bastion. Um, all those MVP hills. <laughs> all of the plays of the game. I, yeah. There was there was a joke that like during after the open beta ended, like it was like some joke story where someone was like the open beta ended and the Overwatch player sadly went to play Team Fortress 2 to pass the time and was appalled when Bastion got play of the game. <laughs> In yeah. Team Fortress 2. So um so we had we we had a team that was all turret characters. Like you were either Torbjorn, Symmetra or Bastion. And like we lost, but it was a lot of fun still. Oh yeah. But all snipers probably wouldn't go very well. I can almost guarantee that it wouldn't go well. Right. Just like an just like an all Genji team wouldn't go very well because you know, oh glass cannons. I yeah. hate I hate when there's two Genjis. That happens too frequently as well. Well, because but ninjas it, are awesome, man. Well, it's not it's out. not just that they're glass cannons. It's that they're flankers. But you don't yeah. need two flankers because at that point you've got that means that we've only got four people defending the objective, or attacking the objective, and unless you're pulling away. Unless you're pulling away four people from them, it's not really like evening things out that much. Yeah. Like unless you do not have people following, you're not bothering people like all two people all the time, then it's it's really just not useful. 
it's still a lot of fun. I mean, I have my complaints, but it, it's it's a lot of fun. And that's really that's that's really the main thing I've been playing. So should we read our uh, listener mail? Absolutely. All right. I know our listeners have been waiting patiently for their fan mail. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so please send us fan mail, but let's let's read this. So um, a Jetty sent this to me, or a uh, person. This is from Brandon Tan. Jetty cut out some stuff that was a little irrelevant. Um, but So here, here we go, here we go. So the subject is, I am a Nigerian prince who needs your help, <laughs> dot, dot, dot. And it goes in the body. Just dot, 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 just kidding. I'm just a Game Cola fan. But hey, you guys are getting actual podcast fan mail. It's been a while, huh? Kind of. <laughs> I hope that not being a Nigerian prince puts me in the Game Cola spam folder where all of the sexy Russian singles near you and Vi- Viagra advertisements go. Nice. The most recent edition of the Game Cola podcast, number 92, so that can give you an idea of when this was sent. The singing podcast was really impressive, even if the musical skill wasn't quite there. Although Diana's yeah. intro was beautiful, uh, semicolon backslash backslash bash class semicolon ah. <laughs> I'm surprised at how much everyone was able to coordinate to sing the podcast intro. Does that have a name? It should by now. Which, by the way, it does have a name. It's called Five Is Average by Medio from a long time ago. Um, back when the site's main, one of the site's main points, which it's still, it's still true, but I don't think we drill at home quite as much, but a five is an average score on Game Cola. It generally means that no one has reviewed anything that you've done so far. <laughs> <laughs> so it, instead of, there was a big stink, and again, it's not quite as prominent now, but there was a big stink about how like the review websites wouldn't give anything below a seven because they want companies to keep sending them games. And so you don't really get honest reviews. Yeah. Um, so that's the name. Five is average. It's the most amount of coordination I've seen from game Cola staff for a very long time. And I liked how the editing helped me get a feel for the music. I wasn't familiar with. Thank you, Brandon. I appreciate that. I put a lot of effort into finding all those musical pieces because there were a lot. And sometimes, like, they didn't say what the song was necessarily. Like, they would say, it's from this, and it sounds like this. And I'm like, well, time to go searching. <laughs> a lot of um, helpful information that is. Yeah. So, Brandon Tan, not a Nigerian prince. So, thank you, Brandon, for sending us some fan mail. It's it's good to read some fan mail. It's been a while. It has been a while. It has. Yeah. Send us your R's. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You don't have to send us your art, but if you send us your art, we will th- we will be thankful. We will uh, show it on the screen or something. I don't know. Well, I, I can put it in the show notes of the podcast. Extra, extra editing. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, I think so. If you want to email us, you know, send your own fan mail and have it read on the podcast. Send it to podcast at gamecola.net, and we'll read it out. And you can ask us questions too, and we'll answer them as discussion topics. You can submit your own discussion topics, basically. I think we can call this a podcast, a nice short, shorter podcast. We've been, I've been trying to make them shorter more recently because I've heard, I've gotten feedback that smaller ones are a little bit more manageable for people. So, plus we'll have a lot to talk about soon. So, Hopefully. Um, Fingers crossed. I mean, all so, thanks for 
<laughs> Thanks for coming and listening to the Game Cola podcast. If you've liked what you heard, be sure to either check us out on our actual internet website, GameCola.net, Gaming Outside the Mainstream, or our YouTube channel, GC.net, the letter G, the letter C, the word dot, and the word net. Depending on where your podcast, where you're listening to this podcast from, um, those are some of the options that you might not have seen from wherever you are. You can also check us out on social media like Facebook and Twitter. Um, just search Game Cola and you'll find us. You can also find our podcast on iTunes. That has started working again. So anything that gets uploaded to the site will go to iTunes. And so it should be fully updated now with all the podcasts. Um, I'm looking at it right now. And, yep, they are in there. And rate us highly. So, yeah, rate us highly on those places. If you and don't like able... us on iTunes, we're not there. Uh, just Welcome to your house. <laughs> All right, did I, uh, I think that's I think that is everything. So thank you again for listening. Have a wonderful time of day wherever you are, and we will see you later, probably pretty soon actually, because there'll be podcast, you know, ninety eight in July and all the July extravaganza stuff. So goodbye, everybody. Bye. Bye. I went to steam.com instead of steampowered.com. This what is a man without hopes and dreams. Steam.com is just a site, and it's like this domain is not for sale. <laughs> oh. Um, one second. Welcome to steam.com. Steam.com is the former home of steam tum- Steve Tunnel Operations. This domain is not for sale. <laughs> there are pipes in the background. <laughs> <laughs>